Yeah. Stakes is high. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Look. We back up in the building now. Hey, yo, we about to tear the building down like a 757 on 9-11. Street smart niggas with the wisdom of a reverend. All the eyes stacked against us. We still the ones you should bet with. Shark confess the waters interact your own discretion. Swimming with piranhas trying not to get your flesh beat. Yeah, real podcast for people that's really real. CC and Jones tell you how they feel. Every Wednesday when you hit play, you gon' laugh and learn something from this discussion. We going up. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, a real podcast, having real conversation with real people. And I am Jones. What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning back in. Uh, man, we've been gone for a couple weeks, man, but I only felt it was right. This is our 300th episode. And man, I had a guest that I've been talking to for a couple weeks, and I definitely wanted to get our guests back in, man, and or get our guests going. And I want you guys to hear our next guest's story. So, man, I appreciate you guys, um, you know, waiting. And I got a couple text messages. Well, I've more than a couple like, hey, where, y- where y'all at? Why y'all ain't recording? So, man, it's really been just trying to make this episode the right episode. So I really um, uh, appreciate you guys, man, you know you know, reaching out, asking if everything's good. So yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to TC, my brother. Uh, he'll be back soon. I just talked to him. I know he was out in Vegas, man, enjoying himself. So shout out to TC. Um, I want to send a, a huge shout out to Shane Shepard. That was our last episode, man. If you haven't tuned into that episode, please. Um, this is Shane's second time coming in, man. The episode is called I Trust People to Be People. Man, I want you guys to hear Shane's, you know, just where he has going on now all the way from the beginning, from our first episode he had on the show, how many ever 200 plus episodes ago. But man, listen to that episode. If you guys want to listen to that episode, please tune in to majority of the podcast um, listening platforms that's on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Music, Spotify, uh, Google Play. Uh, what else am I forgetting? SoundCloud. I think I said SoundCloud. But anyway, please tune in there. Listen to us. If you do uh, want to reach out to us, please send us an email at stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Also, find us on all social media at stakesishighpod. That is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Please, man, follow us. Hit us up with those questions. Um, if you have some guests, also hit us up there. You know, we we want to keep continue to push out this content. And man, you know, for you guys listening, listening pleasure. All right. Uh, this week, I think we have uh, probably the strongest person we've ever had on this show. <laughs> we have uh, a gentleman, man. He can lift up the whole gym. And the first time I seen this guy in our in my gym, um, I think he had like. 415 on the incline he just playing with it like acting it like acting like it was 135 man this dude is he's ridiculously strong man and we're going to talk about that um the first time uh like i said uh a lot of people know that i that we do the podcast of course you know i wear my content i wear my my merch and everything like that and i you know plenty of friends in the in the gym always discussing you know that listen to the show or know that like i said like know that i do the show and they're like, yo, you got to get this guy on the show. I, this Someone told me this like last year. It's like, yo, you got to get this brother on the show. His story is amazing. I'm like, okay, okay. So, you know, can time continue to go on? I see him, man. Very great energy dude. I see him in the gym. What up, bro? You know, keep on moving. And um, finally, I was talking to someone and uh, I was like, yo, shout out to Rob. I was like, yo, Rob, can you get uh, can you get Big Matt's information, man, for me, man? I want to I want to holler and see if he'll be on the show. And Rob reached out, man. And, you know, shout out to Rob. He he connected us here. You know what I'm saying? So um, without further ado, man, I want you guys to hear this gentleman's story. It is uh, amazing. I you know, I, I got on YouTube, man, and literally I was going to try to do this show and just hear it for the first time. But man, but I got on. Like I said, I heard brief of information about your story, but man, I got on YouTube, man, and Yo, we got to talk, bro. <laughs> but without any further ado, man, I want y'all to meet Big Matt. What's going on, brother? Oh, no, no. Just 
just living, uh, trying to do the right thing, you know, and change my life, you know, like I said, and, and my story is, yeah, you know, uh, years ago. All right, hold on, hold on. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. I don't want you to jump to it quick. <laughs> I don't want to get to it quick, man. How you doing, first of all, man? How how you doing, man? I know you just got back from the gym. Um, how, how you doing, man? Everything good? First of all, yeah, I'm blessed. You know, like I'm married. You know, I married a teacher and everything. You know, I've been we've been together on and off about 20-something years, 25 oh, years or something. Man. Okay. And married. You know, just got back from the gym and... Man, what you, what, you, what you work out today, man? People don't, I'm telling you, man, when you see a super strong human, they do it so effortlessly like it's what they supposed to do, man. What you work out today, man? You Today, I, I did a little chess. I, I just- Little chess. Go ahead. Was a little chess, went up to 500, man. <laughs> man, man, what's up, man? Man, I'm glad you're here, bro. Thank you again, man. I told you before, before we even start, started, man. Thank you for taking time out. I know we, a couple weeks, man, we've been going back and forth. We're busy and all that kind of stuff, man. But, you know, that's life, man. It's not the right time. But thank you for being on episode 300, man. This is this is great. You know what I mean? So uh, I appreciate it, bro. Yes, sir. Man, where are you from, man? Let's get into your story, man. I want to start from the very beginning. Um, I know you was a beast in football, but I want to go back, man, all the way from where you're from and just how your childhood was. Okay, well, I'm, I'm from South Bend, Indiana. Mm -hmm. You know, I grew up on the southeast side of South Bend. Well, it was southeast side of South Bend is kind of rough. Okay. You know, so uh, is it like is it? I've never been to South Bend, so is it like majority? Is it like the majority black side of town? Just kind of like every city, just kind of like you know, urban cities, the black side. Okay. Basically, yeah, southeast side. Yeah, you know, Notre Dame is in South Bend too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's east side, the east side is predominantly black too, though. But by Notre Dame, you know, we got college and all that, you know. But it's pretty much everything is predominantly black. But you know, it's it's some whites there too, though. But yeah, I got you. you know, I got you. Mexicans, everything. Yeah. But it's just on the southeast side. You growing up in the hood, you know, where a lot of blacks. For and sure, for sure. I grew up at, you know, and uh, it was good. Like I said, you know, I, I didn't know no better. Like I said, that's all I know. Yeah, man. I just I talked about an episode, man. I was talking about like how a lot of us who grew up, you know, in poverty, we didn't know. I asked people like, when when do you know? When did you find out that you was growing up in poverty you know it's different everybody got different times of their life when when'd you find out man well when i found out was when i was in high school and uh my coaches in football start bringing me to their houses and around <laughs> man, okay you know and <laughs> yeah. they, they, and everything. they was real nice and, and everything and they all loved me you know because i was pretty good at sports and just mm -hmm. because who i was they just loved me be, just from my personality and everything and it was good people yeah. and so I, I realized like man you know i guess i must be not living out well you know but my mom and dad my dad always worked okay but we had six of us mm. so you know dad got to take care because mom didn't work so dad got to take care of eight people in the family basically him my mom and six kids Ooh, okay yeah you know but we live in the hood basically you know and just growing up there but we had nothing but love it yeah was, man that's that's cool I, that, yeah man i was gonna ask you know well you know i always you know i say man a lot of times growing up in poverty it's just that you know the love is still there the money not might not be what you want it to be or what you expected but man it's, it's still love you know it's love and amongst every you know for the most part most of the time everybody still got love you know so uh, it was yeah man money. so where where are you go ahead my bad no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Now I was gonna ask you, where are you at amongst the six? I'm the baby. The baby boy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, do you think that, like, cause I know, like, in your story, man, I know that, like, so from from growing up, did you ever encounter? Cause I I, I seen something you said you had like there was like you had a small record here and there. Did you did you get that kind of in a younger age or did it did it? You, you know your start your record as far as start having you know problems you know juvenile or anything like that no it was after i got out of college and left college and ah. well i was depressed but my wife now she was my girlfriend back in the day she told me oh you're depressed and you know you don't know a man i didn't know i, I thought i was okay but i was going through some things and going okay. out 
Okay. Know? Okay. We're going to get to that. We're going to get it. Cause I, I wanted to ask that because I know when I, when I listened to your story, you had had some minor things that happened before, you know, what we're going to get to that kind of changed your life completely. But so I wanted to see when that started. So your upbringing was full of love, man. You was good at football and you know, it football. was track. I was good. I won state and nationals in wrestling. Serious. Dang. You so you was three sports then. Yes. I beat Rular Gardner, the one that won the Olympics in heavyweight in wrestling. I beat him in a national championship. Dang, dog. So let me tell let me let me let me let me let me get something correct, bro. Cause I was listening and I know you're you're super you're you're superhuman right now. They said you ran a four five and you was benching four eighty five in high school. I ran a a four four in college, but I guess it, it, it was a four five in high school. But in college, I ran a four three nine. When I was at UNF, yes. But when I was running track, I used to run the hundred, the two hundred, and the four hundred relay, and then come and do shot and disc. They were like, "How you doing all this?" Superhuman, bro. You super. You, you you really are. You you you're a mutant, bro. <laughs> But man, I was, you know, I was looking at it, man. So your sport, man, your sport that you started in, though, it was it was football. Cause I know you got you you said you had offers everywhere, right? Like scholarship to any any college in the country, Notre Dame. Lou Holtz pulled me in front of like ten thousand people and recruited me and everything. Just called me up on the stage, made me take a picture with him and everything. And uh, Coach Moeller, I committed to Coach Moeller. He was gonna let I was gonna I was gonna wrestle and play football because the wrestling coach asked me. When I won NASA, I said, where you going? I said, I'm coming to Michigan. But, uh, and he said, well, I'm gonna get Coach Moeller to let you wrestle too. So I, I was gonna wrestle and play the football, but I ended up changing and going to UNLV. And I don't know why I did that. I wish I'd have stayed at Michigan, went to Michigan, but I had a great visit at Michigan. It was the Michigan and Michigan States. I, I wish I'd have went to one of them. I had every college in the country wanted me though. Every mm -hmm. college, literally. So when you look back on your when you look back on your upbringing, man, you know, when you you're a star athlete, you know, starring in three sports, you know, were you was it something like did your parents keep you like a humble person? Um, like, you, you know, we're, we're adults now. You like, do you look back and be like, man, I, you know, was you like a how how'd you take on to that fame? You know what I mean? The, the fame. I mean, you every college wanted you, you know? Yeah, I was always humble. I mean, my parents, they just raised me up pretty good you know like I said I didn't I ain't never thought I was better than next man it's just when I got on the football field or the wrestling mat or track I just did me you know and if I won I just wanted it but I, I was always me but as they say I was I was I would always hang with the people in lunch line or whatever that people the cool people wouldn't want to hang with uh, I didn't care and I'm like man, we all people Man, was, and, they, and they probably loved you for that, man. You the star athlete hanging with the you know non non popular people, man. Yeah, we all. I don't. I don't care who you are. If you nice and friendly to me, we gonna we gonna get along. Honestly, bro, I try to be that way too, man. When I was in high school, you know, I started football, started basketball, but I never looked down on anyone, man. I I go to the special ed classes, man, and help with that. You know what I mean? Just trying to like, man, don't, I hate, I couldn't stand a bully. Let me let me say it like that. You know what I mean? That was me. Like I said, I was bigger than everybody, but if I see somebody else bullying somebody, literally, I would tell them what bully me if you if you think you can. Yeah, they, they, would, they ain't messing with the I, mutant. <laughs> with everybody, I don't, I don't like bullies. That's one thing I don't like bullies. Yeah, I hate. I don't hate nobody, but I hate the position that bullies try to be over other people. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you have records in South Bend right now? What high school did you go to up there? Riley High School. Yeah, I got all the records at Riley High School and. I got so many records. Even in the, in the state of Indiana, I was the first person to ever make all state as a sophomore, and the first person to make it three years in a row. Dang. The only other person that made it that I know of was uh, Anthony. Uh, I think his last name was Davis from Ben Davis. Okay, he made it in a row, but I was the first person to ever make the all state as a sophomore, top thirty-three. Dang. Then I made that three years and made all American two years, and you know. I was, I was okay. That what yeah, they tell. Yeah, no, nah, you was good. You was good, dog. <laughs> so, what, what, so you said the records still hold up. When 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 did you graduate high school? Ninety one. And my record. And that's still up records there. Hold up. Yes, they are. That's crazy, bro. I led this freshman as a sophomore. Mm -hmm. I would have led in my junior and senior year, but I got bigger than my offensive line, and they was okay. But 
I was bigger and stronger than them, so I'm running them over and running everybody else over. <laughs> you know, so man, who, who ain't you bigger than? <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that's cool, man. So you trans, you, you go through your high school year being top recruit, one of the top recruits in the country, man. You know, you you crush it, and Michigan wants you. Everybody, why'd you select UNLV? I really don't know why, truthfully, but my father and my principal told me, you go to UNLV and start. But I figured, I, I thought I, was, I could start anywhere. I know Michigan, they had some good running backs. And me and Tyrone Wheatley was one and two in the nation. Okay. Top in the nation. He went there too. And I, and I wanted to go to Michigan, but my, my father and my and my principal said, go to UNLV, he gonna start there. I, I Me and my mind, ain't nobody better than me. But like I said, I'm, I, I, that's just my own mind. It, so it could be somebody better than me. But I know me, well, once I make my mind to do something, I'm going to do it. Mm. And mm. I, I know if I went to Michigan, I'd have started there too. Dang. Like I said, because that's just, like I said, I was, I've always been the strongest person on the field, college, in high school. And I was one of the fastest. The only person beat me at UNLV in sprint was the two time champ from Texas. And he only leaned further than me, but he he couldn't. And, and when we had the race at the end, because they had everybody running times, and me was the last, the two fastest. And they had us racing. He goes, he gonna tell the coach, I gotta race him. Yeah, I, I was two hundred thirty-five pounds at the time. I looked at him, I said, he must don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and we raced. He just leaned further. That's all. I ran a four three nine. He ran a four three eight. I'm like, you just barely won. You know, man, that's that's beast mode, bro. That's yeah. I, I, I just been, I was truly, I was blessed from both sides. My father was big, and my mother's side was big, so I got both of them together. And yeah, man. but I work hard, like I said. One thing, if you, I know you see me at the gym, yeah, when I go, anything I do, I, I got a lot of talent, but I work harder than my talent, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put it like this, man. You the biggest dude in the gym, and you one of the nicest, man. You got great energy. You always smiling, but you be in there killing it, dog. <laughs> I, I, I try, man, but I always, I, I gotta smile because I got, I got much to be forgiven for. So I, yeah. I forgive everybody, and I try to be nice. That's my, that's my. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, let's go to your college, man. You go to college. Uh, and it sounds like, man, things start to transition from there. Uh, do you think it was? Do you think it was just from being away from home, or well, let's first let's talk about some of the things that happened while you were in college. You know, the beginning of, you know, you start having some issues. Well, while I, I was at UNLV, it was good. I'm on the kickout return, run, I'm running back, I'm running, and I'm on kickout return. I'm doing everything good. Everything's going good. Mm -hmm. We just started losing. And I wasn't accustomed to losing. And so I ended up leaving school my freshman year. Mm. Then called me back, went back my sophomore year. And I left again. I just basically I had too much freedom. And I and I had women that was giving me money. Mm. And I had my freedom in, and I'm just doing what I want to do. And when we started losing, I just I guess I just didn't like losing, and, you know, and I know I should have stayed, but I didn't. And I just, my, after my sophomore year, I just came home and just got around my friends and I had plans on turning to me, but I never did. I just got around and from there, it was just a Yeah. Yeah, man, I always tell people, man, one of the things, one of the worst things you can do is be like, hey, I'm going to sit out this year and go back home. It, it, it man that 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 return that return rate is the return rate of the percentage of people coming back is is very low it is very low man so um i said and i but that was all on me i didn't have to leave and while i was at unlv i had pro scouts looking at me they told me you stay another year we can come and get you mm. the 40 looking at me san francisco 49ers tag on man but i can't blame nobody but me i just had too much freedom yeah yeah so you went back home man now you get back kicking with the fellas in the streets man you know they probably stayed where they were at you know because of the lack of opportunity and or you know the streets kept them there you know what i mean and what but, was go ahead i would say but a lot of them i'm telling you man you might you better go back because ah. they knew what i had in me you know but yeah. i just young yeah. dumb 
Yeah, yeah. That, I was gonna ask that man. Was there some OGs like, "Hey, man, what you doing here?" You know. Okay, so there was. Dang. It was. They told me. But I had plans on transferring to Michigan. I just got around all my buddies and yeah, had us downfall from there. He like, I broke my wife now. When I came back and, and didn't didn't want to go back, she told me, she said, yeah, you, yeah, you depressed. I, and I know I was depressed, but I guess I was. She let me know. Yeah, man. So you know, with with with, I guess, what was some of the things you know when you when you first, you know, you start. You stay home and you said you start getting into you know start getting into some things man what what was some of the first things that kind of started you know to where you was like you know like you look back now you'd be like man i was in some mess what was some of the things that started then start hanging out with my buddies we all go on the club some of them you know doing the wrong thing and you know we ain't got to say it but you already know doing this and that. I'm hanging with them. Mm-hmm. And all the policemen there knew me. They all, half of them went to school with me. Yeah, some, you're one of the most popular dudes in the city. Yeah, and some of the older ones, and they was mad at me for being back. So every time they seen me hanging out with some of the bad people, they were messing with us. Because I, I shouldn't have been back, and I know I shouldn't have. So they, they was they, they was trying to get me back on the right track. Ah, okay. I was going to ask, was it jealousy? You know, I mean, but I'm, I'm sure you probably, you you probably had some of that once you went back too, because I mean, you know, yeah, you, was, you was the man in the city, you know. It was a lot of jealousy. Yeah, it was, and I think it's still right now because they look at me now after everything I've been through, and I'm blessed. Like I said, I'm, yeah. I'm still one of the strongest men on this earth. Married, got a good wife. Live in a nice home, got a you know pretty good life, I think. You know, yeah. but I mistakes, you know, but I've learned from my mistakes. Yeah, yeah. You bounce back and man, and, and they see you smiling, you know what I mean? <laughs> Always smile. I gotta smile because of my size and I don't wanna never feel intimidated nobody. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I yeah. I got hard anyway, so you know I you, you might see me crying on this when you ask me some of the other stuff. Yeah, know? it's all good, man. Let it out, brother. Um, so you so I cause you know, so so when your first arrest, man, um, I know it talked about, you know, you had some, you know, minor arrests before, you know, everything. What was some what happened, man? What was your first arrest, man? And do you I'm I'm sure you remember that vividly, your very first your very first time you got arrested. Uh very first time uh, I was just hanging out with like I said, some of the wrong crowd. And I think they might have got me for a PI or something, and one even, ah. you know, we drinking, and they they didn't like me out there with them because they knew where I should have been. Mm-hmm. So officers would arrest me, but then I, it was some good officers, man. You know, they they just get me up from them, and then go drop me off at my house. Come on, man, ah. we're gonna take you ain't you know. But let's say, you know, I was young. Like yeah, say. yeah, man. Yeah, you. When I left college, I was 19, 20 years old. I was 20 years old, you know, yeah. and I should in school, but. Yeah, man, you came back from school and you came back to a life to where it was like, you're still young. And it's like, all right, I'm not your responsibility. Did you start working? Did you start doing anything like that? Or was you just, you was just kicking it? No, I, I didn't start working right in the doorway, but about six months to a year, after I really didn't go back, I, then I started securing, and I got a job and everything. I, I, you know, I was always productive, mm-hmm. but I hung out with the wrong crowd. Yeah, yeah. So you you said your wife. Always... Go ahead. No, what you been saying? I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so you were saying your wife said. Um, I, I want to tap into that because you said your wife said you were depressed. Um, do you look back now and like, you know, probably knowing what depression is? Because, I mean, you've been through a lot, man. I'm sure you, you've been through all the different emotions, which you especially which you had to go through. Do you look back now and say, man, I was dealing with depression and maybe if I sought some help, you know, maybe it would have got me back to Michigan or maybe took me back. Do you look back at that? And why was, why do you think she said that you, you were depressed? I think she said I was depressed because when I was hanging out with the wrong crowd, we go to bars and. I was people would start mess or whatever, and I got in a lot of fights. Man, who fighting you, dog? People was <laughs> ripping, and I, I, that's why I, I got some batteries on me because they didn't know nobody else's name. I'm with a bunch of people, yeah. But being fighting, and, and I might have been hurting some people. You know, you know, fight. You know, when you fight, you gonna hurt people or people hurt you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
my name came up all the time. So I got me some batteries on. I got some batteries on there. I wouldn't lie, you know. Mm-hmm. But my wife was like, she's my wife now, but she's my girlfriend. Then she said, yeah, you, you depressed. I said, why am I depressed? All this fighting and everything. And I didn't notice it. But after years of thinking, and I guess I was depressed, you know. I, mm-hmm. I, but I didn't, you know, you don't know when you're depressed. Yeah, you don't yeah. Know, told me that after a while, I'm like, why you didn't tell me this sooner? Yeah. So then I changed and everything, but I was still hanging out and everything with the wrong crowd. But I didn't, you know, I didn't feel I was depressed. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you know, man, you know, and, and the thing is, man, you weren't doing what you had probably been doing your whole life, which was... <laughs> you know um playing playing football you know and you you had a lot of structure in your life your whole life all the way from high school to college to you know what i mean and that structure like it's almost like it just ended now you at home free with with your people and that can probably people like oh i want to be free but man that structure is needed and you probably that might have been one of the triggers right there bro you're right you're right yes sir come on let me get this dog out here oh y'all good man (laughs) Yeah, man. But so, yes, go ahead. That is what happened. Like I said, like it was. Yeah, like I said, I I wasn't used to not doing nothing for Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, when I just like I said, I just went back home. Shouldn't have went back and got around the wrong crowd. You know, <laughs> they was good. They was good people. Yeah, it just they, they just just freedom like you and young, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? They weren't doing the right thing, you know, and yeah, and I right thing because I'm hanging with them. Yeah, yeah, man. I, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I was say, but I was never like doing nothing wrong. But whenever I was around them, police didn't like it, so they would mess with us just because I was around them. Yeah, literally, because they wanted me better, and I should have did did better, but I messed up. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, before we get to your incident, man, how how close is uh, how 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 your type of family growing up? You know what I mean? Was it a close knit family? Not only your 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 direct family, your your not only your um you know your mom, your dad, and your brothers and sisters, like your overall family. You know, are y'all were y'all real close and everything? A whole family close, real close. Mm-hmm. Me, my mom, dad, everybody, my uncles and my aunts. We was all. I was my uncle's and aunt's favorite nephew mm. before you just you already know before that. Yeah. Like, yeah. we was always uh, we see each other all week, every weekend and hang out, watch basketball, football, whatever. And we was just we was close. Yes, sir. Dang. dang. I asked that because you know we're gonna get to where we're going, man. Um let's talk about that night, man. Um what set it up, man? What was going on that night? Where were you at? What was you know just from the beginning of it, man? Okay, that night we was uh, it was actually down the street from my uncle's house, over a friend's house. We was playing cards, gambling, and you know ain't ain't thinking nothing of it. We all gambling and drinking. Was that common? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, okay. You know when people. We was basically all family. It was yeah, good, yeah. good friends, my brother-in-law and my cousin, mm-hmm. and we were just having a good time, you know. And uh, that night, uh, we, 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 like I said, we gambling and playing cards. My cousin, he loses his money and he just get mad and just start tripping, you know. And I guess I. Because I want to ask you, man, I'm sorry to cut you off, but was that something, was that something like, did y'all, were y'all that kind of cousins that like y'all fought often? Like y'all always like, y'all, you never got in a fight with him at all. This is the first time y'all got into it. Well, long time ago when we was kids, yeah, me and him got in a fight. Okay, it, okay. It, yeah, it was, but you know, kids fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. For, don't fight, yeah. for sure, for sure. That's why I asked that. I didn't know if that was common for y'all to like. It really a long time ago, when we was real young. Mm-hmm. We were like, I was like, then he was like, he had me, he had me by like three years. He was like thirteen. Uh, okay. So he threw a stick, hit me in the head, and that was it. <laughs> okay. Fight, mm-hmm. but but so that night we playing cards. You know, we just playing cards, having a good time. My cousin loses his money. Mm-hmm. So then he just started arguing me, getting mad at me. He said, "Yeah," because I guess he had put some money on me one time when I went to. 
went to jail, he bonded, he helped bonding me out. Ah. I owed him like forty dollars, something like that. And at that time, I might have had about eight, not eight, eight hundred to a thousand dollars in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Like, that's man, I ain't what man. I, I give you a little forty dollars, but he, cause I don't never like to talk bad about my cousin, cause he's very smart. He used to be on a nuclear ship. He worked on a nuclear ship. He was smart as I don't know what, but he had been, you know. Getting a, everybody, his whole family already know Cuz was getting high. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't like to bring that mess up because okay, that was my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how but, you mean, like, not just like, you know, he, he was dealing with dope? No, no, yeah. Dealing you know what dope. I mean? Yeah, 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 dealing with dope. Okay, okay. And this is in the, this is the 90s, early, mid 90s? No, this is in 2004 when this happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, 2004. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, 2004. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But he was, man, he man, the dude was so smart. He could tell you anything about a book. Mm-hmm. He, he, but he, he had what had happened. He had got jumped by some people from another side of town, and he was just mad and upset the whole night, you know. And I, and I tried to tell him because I said, "Man, cuz take that up with somebody else." I said, but I said, "Man, I give you this little money. I don't even care." But I had, like, I had so much money in my pocket. But he, we, he just argued with me back and forth. I said, "All right, cuz whatever." But before the argument, he had showed me this Tech Nine that he had in the drawer. Mm. was one of other friends Tech Nine because uh, we had some other little guys in South Bend that had shot up some people and they and they, they came over there and they didn't tell us they had shot these people up mm. so when we found that out we were mad you know hold on, how you gonna just come over here could have burned the police over at us yeah. so that's cousin had that Tech Nine because he said Man, they ain't supposed to be over and everything and you know you don't want nobody out there and just kill they just killed like four or five people and came over there with us Ah, no, that's how the hood was, but you know, they shouldn't have did that, right? So, show me this tech now. I said, Okay, good. I was all right, yeah, this for you. I said, Okay, and you know, I had my register nine on me, mm-hmm. I just permitted to carry outside my home, but I bought it out the store, never had a felony. I had my right, re- I, I should have had my got my permit, but I never did, but I had it on me, right? Okay. So, cuz just Start arguing, man. Pay me my money, all this and I'm like, what money? Cause I don't even know what you're talking about. He said, man, you remember back in the day, all this and that. I, I helped bonded you out. Cause it, you know, when when any of us went to the jail, everybody would put something on. Yeah, somebody. yeah, for sure. You already know. You get you out. He said, yeah, man, you owe me forty dollars. I said, forty dollars. It was forty, fifty dollars, something like that. I said, man, I will give you that little money, I said, man. But I wasn't even paying no attention, so I'm still playing cards with my brother-in-law and somebody else. And uh, he. Ran around the side of me and grabbed his tech nine and 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 got it and put it on the side of me. He said, "Man, get my money." So I didn't even know he was gonna get it, but he had already showed me the nine, the tech nine. Mm-hmm. So my brother-in-law jumped up and got in between us. While well, he had that tech nine on me, while I'm sitting at the table. So then I get up, pull mine out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, wow, what's up? He said, "No, man, I'm tired of you. I'm tired of everybody." See? So you know, we both got these guns up. And we shouldn't, cause we family, first cousin. Yeah. So I just I hold, had my gun, but then I just started calling my uncle, his his daddy, my uncle Jimmy. They didn't answer the phone though. I straight called him, didn't answer the phone. So I hung the phone up, didn't nobody answer. And he started to argue with me, you know. And then so we argued for a while. I said, cuz man, I ain't got time for this. So I leave the house. My, my brother I said, man, just just leave these strong. So. They call me strong, so he said, just leave strong. So I leave the house. Hmm. This is where I mess up. Go back. <laughs> I get ready to get in my, in, my, in my, it was my daddy's car, I get ready to get in his car. I see my cousin at the window pointing the gun at me, the Tech Nine. Oh, man. So I go around in the back of the house and knock on the door. And the homeowner said, hey, Eddie, my cousin's name was Eddie. He said, hey, this mad at the door, let him in. Eddie said, yeah, let him in. So as soon as I went back in, I take my clip out, take the bullet out of the chamber and everything, set it on the table. My cousin see that, I said, cuz, I ain't got no problem with you. I put my hands up and try to walk up on him. He clocked the tech nine and said, get off of me. I'm tired of you, I'm tired of everybody. I'm ready to die. So when you so, went back, so when you went back in, your intentions were to say, cuz, yep. let's squash this, man, chill. Cause when you seen him out, you like, he's still heated, pointing a gun. Yes. So your intentions were to go back in and squash it. Yes, sir. And he sees okay. me put the gun down, take the clip out, everything. Okay. He sees all this. 
I walk up on him and try to hug him. He cocked that tech nine on me and said, get off me, I'm tired of you, I'm tired of everybody. And so I bagged back. He was in like the dining room. I, and I went, went to the dining room to talk to him. And he, when he told me to get off him, I bagged back to the kitchen. That's where I put my gun down, took the clip out and everything. Mm. And he told all of us, I'm ready to die. And he told my brother-in-law and the homeowner, get out the way. So while he telling them to get out the way, I put my clip back in, cocked the gun, and soon we do all. I do all this. Uh, this other guy, he grabbed the homeowner, and they were trying to grab my brother-in-law to get out the way. But by that time, me and Eddie had these guns up, and eleven gunshots rang out. He shoot at me eight times. I shoot three times. One of them hit my brother-in-law. He almost died. He he, he was all mad. He lost his use of his left arm. Hmm. I my cousin. And I hit him right in the upper chest and it went straight through him and went through the other house and uh, almost hit an old woman. I didn't know that till they told me. But so we had this shootout and I don't I don't see I see my cousin fall, but I never seen him die. I didn't know he died. Mm -hmm. So then I ran and went home. I ran and went home and uh and my Told my mother, Mama, I just got into this shootout with Eddie and everything, and and she and then she and my mother told me right at that moment she was right there praying on her knees for me. Mm, mm. She got, but she praying for me right at that moment. Right. She might have saved me because, like I said, my cousin got off eight bullets, and uh, we, like, yeah. I don't know how I don't get hit, but my brother yeah, lost. So where y'all where y'all standing at? Because you said y'all standing up, you go to him to try to hug him. Are y'all like at a table? Where, what's the you know what I mean? For him to shoot off eight, what you said, eight shots. Eight shots. Where were as, where were y'all? Yeah, it's like a little hallway from the dining room to the to the kitchen. You know how the dining room and the kitchen is. Yeah, yeah. We was like in the hallway, and we five feet away from each other. Mm. And he he. He cocked that tech nine and then I, I cocked my, my nine and he got off eight bullets. I got off three and he hit my brother-in-law. He fall down. He almost died. And then I see my cousin fall, but I never seen him. Yeah, yeah. So then I run and go to my mother's house, call the police, tell them I was just in the shooting. They said, yeah, Matt, we know. They came and picked me up, never handcuffed me. Took me down to special crime, interviewed me for three hours, turned me loose the same night. They said, Matt, your problem is your family. Because, uh, you know, I didn't know that Eddie had died. I said, man, who died? And they said, Eddie, you know, because I said, oh, man. Because I knew him and my brother-in-law got shot. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know I killed Eddie, but, you know, he died. And so they dropped me off. And then on a, this Friday night, early Saturday morning, so then they picked me back on Monday, so they gonna hold me with a gun charge because I didn't have a permit to carry my gun. Mm -hmm. Then 48 hours later, they hit me with voluntary manslaughter or reckless homicide, and I ended up getting taken to jury trial. And I got found guilty of voluntary manslaughter, and they gave me 30 years. And I took so 30 to 15 back in that day, and then yeah. I did years and got four year time cut, and I got out in 2015. Okay, let's rewind real quick. Let's rewind real quick because in the story, you know that I that I listened to, they were saying that that you that you got rid of the gun. Was that true, or is that just? Yeah, uh, no, I didn't get rid of the gun. I gave it to one of my good friends. Told him yeah. hold the gun. Okay, and okay. then police where was that? And then they went over to his house and got it. Ah, uh, so you told him exactly where it was at. Yeah. I just... Okay. So, so what when they arrested you? Like, okay, so you, you're facing 30 years. Why do you take it to trial? Was it, did your lawyer say this was self-defense or what, what, why'd you even go to trial on this? Yeah, we both shot at each other. Yeah. That guy, he got eight bullets off, I got three. And yeah. he got a machine tech nine. I got my register nine. Yeah. I said, if I was in my, I wouldn't have done one day because my gun was dressed to me, but we was over somebody else's house, so. Did, the, know, did, I, did witnesses did witnesses come forward and be like, hey, he tried to, he was trying to 
Diffuse yeah. it. That night, you see, they in, they interviewed me for three hours, but before they interviewed me, they had the other witnesses down there. Mm-hmm. They are, we already we know what happened, Matt. So the police were not letting nobody go on their own statement. Mm-hmm. They go that night on on the other witnesses' statement. I was on the streets for two days after this happened. Then they picked me back up Monday and said, we're going to just hold you with a gun charge because my aunt pressed the issue. Uh, yeah, they had, yeah. After we got in the shootout that night, they interviewed me for three hours. The police drove me back to my house with not no handcuffs, no nothing. After interviewing me for three hours. So that lets you know it really was self-defense. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I, that's what you know. That's when I when I when I when I wanted to interview you or talk to you, I was like, "Yo, how did he not get self defense in this?" You know what I'm saying? Like how? So tell tell how the trial go. Like, what was the trial? How did the trial go to where they came to where they you know charged you to be guilty? What was their stance on that? I didn't understand it neither though. But what they did, they had some people that was on the jury. Mm-hmm. That the prosecutor, but I'm not saying that's the reason why I got found guilty. But they even admitted when we were trying to pick the jury, they said, "Yeah, neighbor of the prosecutor, how can you let that person be still on the jury?" My my lawyer tried to get them all, but they didn't. So, but I'm I'm not saying that's the reason why I got found guilty. Yeah, yeah. I, that was biased. It wasn't the jury of my peers. Yeah, yeah. And it was not a black person on there. The black person that would have been on there. It was the woman, she said, oh, I got to be somewhere. I can't do this. Yeah. So I heard all white people and one Mexican. You know, and, and we know that that's not fair. If it's supposed to be a jury of my peers, you got to know where I come from and mm-hmm. and life is where, where we from, you know? Yeah, but yeah. I said, but it, it was just, I didn't understand. I really didn't understand how I got found guilty. Yeah, man, you know, and it's interesting, man, because, you know, and that's why I wanted you to start from the beginning. You know, that's why I was asking some of the things from the beginning, like your upbringing. You never got in trouble. You know, you had a little bit of here and there from, I mean, that's knucklehead stuff because we young and little battery fights or whatever, you know, so you weren't like a, 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 you know, like a violent criminal that they're putting in front of me. Yo, you got records in the state. You went to college, you graduate, you know what I mean? You, you, you graduated high school, you did every, you know what I mean? And it's just like, Man, they lead to this, and it was you try to defuse it. You try to, and it's just interesting, man. They still, you know, they did that. I met, I went back in the house, so yeah. I got the take. That's why I didn't mind doing the time because if I went and went back in the in the house, mm-hmm. my cousin would die, but I did go back in the house. But the homeowner opened the door and told Eddie, "Can I let him in?" Eddie said, "Yes." Okay. And then the door down, but I shouldn't have went back in. Yeah. So during this time, and you know, while you're on trial, how long how long were you on trial? I was in the county for nine months before I went to trial. Then the trial lasted like a week. Okay, so it was only a week. Okay, and they had gone, man. That's yeah, that's interesting, man. Um, during this nine months, man, you know, um, I asked you about the family being close. What 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 happened with that, man? What happened with the family? I, I even talked to uh, my cousin, my cousin, my cousin brother. While I was locked up, he's asking me, "Is you okay? How you doing? All this and that." So I'm thinking we all we all good, you know, even though even though I know we're not because I did take his brother life. Right, right. But we we talked in the county. My, my cousin, my cousin Chris, we talked in the county and everything. He and my cousin Jimmy, you know, and they were like, Yeah, I know you wouldn't just do it. They was mad at the other people that was around there that didn't stop it. Yeah. You know, and I can't blame them, but the gun that my cousin had was not his. And I tried to tell the owner home the the owner of the gun to get it, but he didn't, you know, but, but that still don't give, it don't excuse me for what me and my cousin did. Mm-hmm. So I can, you know, but the guy that owned the gun was mm-hmm. in the house. And I told him, man, just get your gun from, from Eddie and it's over. He wouldn't do it. Okay. Yeah. So, but I took Yeah. Now, did it, did it, did, with, you know, I know you said you talked to the, talked to his brothers and everything. How was the rest of the family? Was there a split of, you know, they, the people oh, wanted to, your family, your mom and dad, you know, that your brothers and sister wanted to support you and then they were mad, you know what I mean? Was there, or did the family kind of still be family outside of that and try to, you know, how'd that go? Well, still to this day, right now, my aunt, she, 
she don't mess, my elder mom's gonna mess with me. My aunt told my mother that she's gonna hate me forever. Mm. But when my father died, uh, she she hugged me though, but she they still don't say nothing to me. But my cousins, when I see my cousin them, they speak and everything, and and it's all cordial. They you know they 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 cool, but I don't go over their houses and hang out no more. I haven't did that yeah. since the seventh. Nope. So you know, but they still hang out with my brothers now, you know, because they all you know they still tight, you know. But my brothers and them go over their house and hang out, but I don't, you yeah, because it's still, yeah, that'll never be. Man, I hate to hear that, man. Um, yeah. when you when you hear after 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 the jury comes back, and they they give you this, the thirty years, man. What 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 happened? What what what? what emotions what happened you know in that moment i just didn't believe but they didn't give me the third the jury didn't give me the third year when they came back with the guilty verdict i was like oh yeah uh -huh. good. And, and it just threw me off so then the uh, judge let them go and so then the judge he determined a time yeah 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 but the prosecutor tried to tell the judge to give me because i was facing like 54 years okay but like years for the gun and uh, not having a permit carrying a gun and 50 for voluntary manslaughter the judge said i'm not giving this man 54 years because if i give this man all this time the, the courts of appeal would overturn it because we shot at each other so it's, it don't warrant no 54 years right 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 but i think if i just shot him he didn't have no weapon yeah but you know he he, he got a tech now illegal tech now that he's shooting at me i'm shooting my wrestling now you know my only problem, because I wouldn't even went to trial or nothing, but my only problem was I went back in the house. If I'd have never left the house, I wouldn't have did one day. Dang. You know, if it happened. When, when they went back, that's when they put the voluntary in. Like they say, oh, you went back to, yeah. Yes. Yep, yep, that got yep. me time because I went back in. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Dang. I understand that, you know, but I said, but as soon as I went in, and the witness even admitted, they said, yeah, as soon as he went in, he, he took his clip out, broke the gun down, everything. So, and my cousin seen that, but yeah. he still. Yeah, they still said you went back. Man, that 30 years, man, you hear that? What, what, just. 30 years, I was, I was kind of lost like that. Cause when, when the judge, when they finally get there, I'm like, okay, maybe the judge, he ain't gonna give me too much time. Cause he was talking good and everything. He said, mm -hmm. well, I'm, I'm gonna give you a little time. He said, but you, uh, you go, you go there, do right. I'll cut your time, man. And he said, I'm gonna send you, I'm, I'm thinking he'll give me the minimum. Cause the minimum was, 20 or maybe 10, you know, but I was facing 54. He said, well, I'm gonna give you a 30. I said, 30? For defending myself? Yeah, yeah. So I, I heard from my cousin, I heard from my cousin all the time. Yeah. When I think about uh, crying sometimes, you know, cause I didn't definitely intend to take my cousin's life, but I don't want to lose my life neither. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't understand that 30 years, you know, when he sent me to that. And then my my sorry lawyer gonna say, because I've been in there for nine months. He said, that's only 14 years and three months, man. What? Only? Right. <laughs> and do half. How is that only? I don't want to do no 14 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only. What you mean only? <laughs> you want to trade with me? You want to do that? And I be the lawyer? <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> It was messed up, man. Like I said, and I, while I was locked up, man, I had a lot of time to think. Yeah, let's let's talk about yeah, let's talk about that, man. Um, you know, you go ahead and you get sentenced, man. How old were you when you went when you first went in? Thirty one years old when I got locked up. Thirty one. So, you knew that fifteen years, and you you know you probably said there was some things you can do. I'm sure, you know, you start doing your research on how can I get some time cut and everything. So you start using your time in there. Was was your was were you um, from your beginning of the time, man, what was your attitude in there? Was it like, hey, I'm gonna use this time to be productive, or was it like, uh, uh, you know, how how was your time when you first went in? My time when I first went in, well, through the whole time, was getting out early as I can. I got in there, got in the plus program. I got my finished my associate, finished my bachelor's. I did everything, did everything right. Never been written up. Didn't get no one write up. Well, I was there for 11 years. I started off at Michigan City. Then I ended up going to CIL, then IYC, Lakeside, then 
So you was in some max. You was in some max max prisons. You was in some big yeah, boys. Yeah, I was behind the wall for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, but but my whole thing was getting out as soon as I can. So I got in. I never got in trouble. And every prison I went to, from the superintendent on down, I'm like Matt, you don't you ain't supposed to be here. Damn. Because I, average one, you know, and I went out, I never bothered nobody. I was the strongest person in That's DOC. Not, they probably was loving seeing you come because you challenged the next strongest boy. Like, ah, oh, come on, big boy. <laughs> I was the strongest one that, everywhere I went. But then I got the DOC record. I, I ended up with a 2040 for three lefts for the squat bench and dead, and dead left. So I, I was the strongest one there. But I, I went in there, I didn't went in there like I was the baddest person. I went in yeah. there and just, damn, that's why I never got ridden up and I worked well. I always worked while I was locked up and all the guards, all the guards and the inmates loved me. Everybody, cause I, I was just me, you know, I don't care who you are or whatever. If you nice with me, we're going to be nice with you. That's what's up, man. Um, I, you know, I, I, how, how was that time, you know, you know, considering, right. Was that time hard time? Was it easy? I know you was missing. You was away from freedom, but just like considering the 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 the, the you were in the situation, was it like man that was some hard time, or was it like man I made it through? You know how was that time? Did you how do you how was Roughly, it? that time? It was really. I hate. To, I don't say this lightly. I used that time as I was in football camp. Ah. Around a bunch of guys, I made my mind up. I'm just around a bunch of guys. I'm gonna get through this. And I never let my mind get wild or nothing. It was really easy to me. But every time I got a visit, when they would leave, I'd be sad as I don't know what. That's the only part I hated. Yeah. You know, as soon as they leave, I'm sad. If they don't come, I'm cool. Man, uh, I was just telling somebody this, man. It's interesting you say that, man. My uncle, my uncle did, I think my uncle did about 10, 10 years in prison, man, for a dope case. And he would never let anyone know where he was at when he was locked up. He didn't want nobody calling. He didn't want to, he, he didn't call nobody. He didn't want no visitors. He didn't want nobody. I said calling him, but he didn't call anybody. He didn't write. He didn't do anything because he didn't want, he wanted to stay totally disconnected from everything because he didn't want anyone else to wor worry about him. And then he didn't want to miss the, the, like you said, those moments right there when they came and visit and they talk about the outside. He was like, I just want to spend this time and I'll see y'all when I get out. Yeah, and, and I understand, like I said, but I love to see my family when they came. Mm -hmm, it's just mm -hmm. the hard part when they walking out and you can't walk out with them. Yeah, yeah. Woo, yeah. go back in your room, like your own cell. Mm -hmm. In there crying and your buddies come by, try to wipe you with tears like, hey. Yeah, <laughs> and, they, and they, they probably was doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Um, so you do your time, man. Um, you you did you go in? Do you think you went in the way you went in at 31 and you got out at what age? 42. 42. What kind of person did you go in and what person did, what kind of person did you come out? Okay, well, I went in as a person. I was I was always a good person, but at that time I would gamble and hang out with the wrong crowd. Yeah, your mindset was yeah different. But now since I've been out, I got out in January 26. I got married February 28, mm -hmm. and I've living up here in Fishers ever since. And I don't I don't I, when I go back to South Bend, I see my family come back. Mm -hmm. I don't hang out with the wrong crowd no more. It's totally different. I'm just. I'm a totally different person, you know. I'm I'm the same, but I got different mentality. I ain't I ain't got time for no trouble. And and when I when I first got out of prison, I was on par, uh, parole for two years. My uh, parole officer and a regular officer used to come to my house and drink coffee with me and said and kick it yeah. because I was I was so good on parole. Yeah, work. And never got in trouble. They they just come out listen. They, 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 they forgot they was working. Really? <laughs> yeah. I am a totally different. I I, I, feel, I think I always been a good person. I just back in the day mm -hmm. I was temper. I didn't. I don't. I didn't. If you, I never start none. But I was one of the ones that would finish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you know, most people. You know that. Mm -hmm. You know, I, 
five people pick with the big people. Yeah, it ain't like they, we they, <laughs> <laughs> they kind of flex. We go up to the big boy and hurt him first, but nah, he ain't hurting that big old fool. That boy no, big. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. How was your transition back into society, man? Because now you got a felony on your record. You know what I mean? How was it trying to get back into society without people, you know, now you fill out them applications. You got to pull out, you got to put yes on that application. You know what I'm saying? Like, how was your transition back into society? Oh, it was great because, uh, like I said, I did 11 years. And by law, these people can only go back seven years when they look you up, to look you up. So my crime happened in 2004. They can't even look that up. So, you know, oh. I still put can't find it because they, the law only allowed them to go back seven years. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was just like, I thought, I thought once you got out, you had to go seven years before it, it, you know what I mean? I thought like, once you got out, that's when they, okay. It's seven years from the time you caught your crime. Okay. And I called my out before, so that's, what's that? But you still have the, yeah, yeah. But you still had the felony. How, how was that, man? You, Cause you still had to put yes on that. Yeah. It just, but like I said, my first job I got, I talked to one of the big bosses in, in a, HR, she said, yeah, you can you can put it down, but we can only go seven years. And so uh, if I ain't had seven years, they can't even look past that. Okay, okay. So and, yeah, you got out of the time, man, you know, you got out of time where, you know, felons were able to get jobs and there was a many jobs out there that there was many programs out there hiring felons got them extra money, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a yeah, it wasn't as bad as it used to be. Like, dang, you know, you ain't get no job. But then they start, you know, the government start looking at it like, hey, let's try to get these, you know, try to get a lot of our, you know, our 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 past inmates. Let's get them back into society and do well. So they had a lot of those programs. But yeah, but see, if we paid our debts to society, we should mm-hmm. get all our right. That's truthfully. No doubt. No doubt. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Um, so you get married, man. You you start getting your life back on track, man. You you say, hey, I ain't I'm leaving this. I'm you know, that's that's a part of me that was just a part of another chapter in my life. Um what about now, man? Today, man, I, I see you lifting up the whole gym. Um, you know, you married. What are some of the things like some of the goals you got, man? What are the things you're doing right now, man? It's just kind of you know I do go around. I just came from South Bend a few months ago. I go around speaking to kids. I've been up to Michigan, I've been a little bit everywhere. I go around telling my story to kids. And a couple of years ago, I was up in uh, Detroit, Michigan. Mm-hmm. My story to all the top football players of the United States, all the top 150 of them. And I got up in front of all of them, told my story. I, I, I've been did. I've been doing that for years now. I, I do go around. I try to be a motivational speaker, you know, and talk to kids and. Let them know, you know, I, I had the world by the hand, but you know, I messed up. I chose to leave school and everything. You know, I tell them don't do what I did, like I said, because from what people say, I was one of the best athletes around ever, really, you know, just out of any of them, you know, I was pretty good because I was yeah. three sport, three, three sport star, they say, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, I do. I go around, talk to kids, and try to help them out. You know, let them know. Even if you make a mistake, we hope, hopefully you don't. While you're young, but if you do, you can always bounce back. You know, don't nothing be the be the failure, but a person who won't try. You know, you got. You might fall down, like the Bible tell you, fall down seven times, but get up. Yeah. Seven times, don't matter. Seven times, seven. Just keep getting up. You know. Getting up. Yeah. That's good. Gotta have that mindset. That's what. That's probably why I'm still strong as I am because I tell myself in my mind, I said, I'll be 50 in November. And I'm still benching well over 500 on the incline and the flat bench. In squat. Hey, hey, just- hey, listeners, he ain't lying. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> That's crazy, man. You go talk to these kids, these young football players, man. You be like, man, they get a little at it. Throw some, throw some weight on the bench. What's up? <laughs> I'm almost 50 years old. <laughs> November 28, I'll be fit. That's cool, man. Look good, man. You look good, I'm man. Well, like I, said, I, I just want to help people. Now, like I, said, I, I took a life, so I got much to be forgiven for. And if God gave me, I got to forgive everybody else that may wrong me or whatever. You know, I ain't got time for all that. You know, I just yeah. live. 
Yeah, man, that's dope, man. I, it's, it's, it's dope to hear you say that, man. Um, I got to ask, though, man, is it, a, is it a goal of something that you would like to do, man, to try to get the family together? Is it something to where you would like to meet with your aunt or, you know, his brothers and like, hey, you know, because like you said, forgiveness, man, forgiveness is huge. You know what I'm saying? Y'all both was in the wrong that night. You know what I mean? Um, you you spent 11 years in prison for it, you know, although he's not here anymore, but it was a situation to where y'all both was in the wrong. You know what I mean? Is this something that you want to do, man, to try to get back, get your family family back together where you can go around them and try to, you know, just the forgiveness part of it? Well, you know, I forgive all of them, but they, they, they haven't forgiven me. But, you know, like I said, I would love to, but that's on them. I don't yeah. pressure them. Like I said, whenever, like I said, in God's time, whenever they ready to forgive me and want me back in their life, they already know I'm always there. Like they know me. I, I, I was my aunt, my uncle's favorite nephew until this happened. Dang. And I, like I said, I took they, they baby from yeah, him. You know? yeah. He was the baby out of, out of the family too. Me and him both was. The baby. Yeah, yeah, that's so tough, man. Still, you know, but it's on them, you know. And I, man, I do anything for them right now. Yeah, yeah. you know, just don't want me. Around. Man, hopefully they get it into them, man, that they where they can forgive, man, and let that pain go. I know, I mean, you can never, you know, you, you, they lost a loved one, man, but yeah. you know, hopefully, you know, they understand that it's worse on me. And you I, lost a loved one. That's your, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, man, and I hopefully, yeah. ho- hopefully, man, it come they they come to it, man, come around and you know be able to see, you know, um, you know the pain it causes you pain too. You know what I mean, and they and they have in their heart to forgive. I cried many nights in prison. I ain't gonna lie. Yes, yeah. I did. Yeah. I only made prison like I said from God. Like I said, you know, I'm a Christian, but I don't, I won't preach nobody. Nothing. Everybody got their own, mm-hmm. you know. But I believe in God, and I, that's the reason why I'm here today. Because me and Eddie, I'm telling you, we was five feet away from each other, and we both got these big guns out, and we got eleven gunshots out. Eleven bullets came out, and I didn't get hit not once. He got eight bullets. And bro, so, you, and, and, and you wide as a house. I don't know how. Yeah. And we in the hallway. So who who saved me? I see the bullets going by me. It couldn't have been nothing but God. Yeah, yeah. Just one my- man. Well, man, I appreciate you coming over here, man, telling the story, man. I I, I know my listeners are gonna love this, man. It's, I mean, your your you know the trials and tribulations that you went through, man. Your journey of eleven years and coming out, man, being a a model citizen, you know, talking to the kids. And you know it's huge, man. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm gonna keep doing for the rest of my life. Like I said, because I, I gotta help. I gotta help our society, help the kids. Cause these kids need it now. We all need to help True. these. Kids. We see what they're doing right now. Yeah, man. And, you know, yeah. it's just that's that's the law won't let us whoop our kids no more. <laughs> yeah, true that. <laughs> you right. <laughs> yeah, they get a little get a little heat on them a little bit. It might change, but yeah, man. Uh-oh. I know. <laughs> straight up big matt man thank you brother i appreciate you man um man how can if if anyone wants to talk to you man if anyone wants to reach out to you um you know they got a school or they got a program that they like you to talk to their kids man where can they reach you they can hit me on my email matthew james wills at hotmail.com and I'll put that in my description, man. And I'll make sure you guys, if you guys have, like you said, man, you guys want to uh, have him come talk to some kids or you might, they might want to reach out to you. Just, man, get some of that good energy you got, brother. Yeah, no no problem. I'll come and speak to any kids. Yes, I sure will. No doubt, man. Big Matt, man, 300, episode 300, baby. This is big, man. I appreciate you, man. Um, it, it, yeah, man, anybody want to listen to this and listen to it over and over and over, please go to most of the majority of the podcast platforms that Spotify, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review. Um, if you want to talk to us, TC and I, man, hit us up on StakesIsHighPod at gmail.com if you have any concerns or you have another guest for us. Um, if you want to hit Big Matt up, he just gave y'all that email. Hit him up, man. You want to talk to the kids also if you want to find us on social media you got social media man yeah you ain't on it like that <laughs> I, got, I got it on facebook and twitter but i don't yeah i got you <laughs> i got you i got you um yeah if you want to hit us up man and you want to reach out to matt man we get you connected uh you can hit us up at all social media that's twitter facebook and 
um, Instagram. That's that Stakes is High podcast or pod. I think it's pod. You hit us up there. And hey, man, we'll we'll connect you guys. Big Matt, any last words, man? No, I just want to tell everybody, man, let's all just love each other and live. And let's just stop the violence because there's too much violence in the world. Man, and I know, I know I was the one years ago. So, you know, I'm not talking about nobody, but we got to stop it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and anybody want to bet? I put Big Matt up to anybody in the city, man. Put these weights on it. Put that bench on there. I got I got Big Matt. They don't want to <laughs> do that. <laughs> and they really don't want to do it on I'm well over five on an incline. And incline, and anybody listening, incline is way harder than bench. It is. <laughs> way harder than bench. So, yeah, man. But Big Matt, I thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. Um, I appreciate you. Yeah. All right, brother. All right. All right, man. I'll see you in the gym, man. Yes, sir. All right, no doubt. All right, peace.